1: Friends, today we celebrate the queenship of Mary. About once a month, the church gives us a feast to meditate on the life of Mary. And today we meditate on her place in the kingdom of God as queen. She is the queen that receives the king from heaven. He leaves, our Lord leaves the heavenly throne to come to an earthly one in that throne is the womb of mary mary becomes the ark of the new covenant she is the one that receives the savior so that he dwells amongst us she is the spouse of the holy spirit the mother of the savior and jesus starts his kingdom work from her womb if the jewish people revered the ark of the covenant and took it into battle when they were going into uh, an enemy field, we take with us Mary who was left to us as the mother of God on that day that Jesus at the foot of the cross entrusted John to Mary and Mary to John. Friends, Mary in the book of Revelation shows up as the great queen with stars on her head. There is an image of mary as queen on that day and we have the story of the great battleground between the dragon and mary in that story where we see that there is a choice for our life where we will follow the kingdom of heaven and we have our queen fighting from the very beginning as jesus is uh, persecuted she is persecuted and she knows how to stand in the difficulties of life. Jesus entrusts Mary to us at the foot of the cross, and today, as we face the challenges of our personal lives and of the world, we are given a queen that stands in battle with us so that we can choose life, so that we can choose unity, so that we can choose what is good, what is right, what is noble, what is pure in the midst of things around us that invite us to the very opposite today the church offers us a reading in the gospel where jesus is extremely frustrated with the disciples he's telling them that they have it all wrong they think the gift on the altar is more than the altar or the gold of the temple is more than the temple and he says know what makes something else holy what holds the gift what holds the gold is what makes it sacred i guess in a roundabout way he's telling us mary held him mary is the temple of the holy spirit in a very definite way and it is the temple where jesus becomes one of us what a precious image the church gives us today as we encounter the battles that are laid before us the psalm for the day is psalm 96 where we proclaim god's marvelous deeds to all the nations which is what mary does in the Magnificat. mary proclaims the greatness of the lord even though she's persecuted from the very moment that she says yes i will accept my role in the kingdom of heaven and what a role that is all of salvation history is pointing to that moment and to that yes and yet in our world today she is a cause of great frustration for many even though we know that without her yes there wouldn't have been that moment in which jesus becomes one of us so in what way can we from the hardships of our life like mary who sings that great song as she visits her cousin Elizabeth to assist her knowing that she could be stoned for carrying the Lord in her womb as she was only betrothed, but she hadn't really celebrated the fullness of that commitment according to the Jewish law. She is a reason for great confusion for many but she stands as the queen, as the mother of our Lord, as the one that held him, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords in her arms, as she nourished him and taught him how to read, how to write, how to walk, how to follow the customs of the temple, how to be a citizen. She is the queen of the kingdom. She is the one entrusted with that lesson to take the Lord into her hands and nourish him nourish his humanity so what a great example for us to pay attention to the few things that are said about her in the bible and to imagine the gaps between those moments between the temple when jesus is 12 and the next time that they appear together at cana the little glimpses that we are given about who she is and how jesus loves her in the first reading today we have from the second letter to the thessalonians paul saying that we ought to thank god always we ought to thank god and to know that the lord is going to judge us according to our deeds and He is praying for the community, asking that they may be made worthy of the calling that God has given them and to bring to fulfillment every good purpose and every effort of faith that the name of the Lord Jesus may be glorified in you. Imagine to be the womb in which Jesus comes unto us, the glory of of that person that was worthy to receive the savior and yet so humble that she knew that she was simply a handmaid and a servant. She invites us to receive the glory of God as we were talking about in the last couple of episodes and to receive the glory of God with a humble heart, with humility, which is a requirement to enter the kingdom of heaven. So as Jesus expresses frustration with the disciples and encounters their challenges in understanding what is sacred and what is not, let us go to the throne asking our heavenly father to bring us his clarity, his understanding, to bring us the strength that we need to live our purpose today to stand strongly on his promises heavenly father thank you for mary's yes thank you that jesus left the heavenly throne to come to her womb so he could become one of us we ask you father that angels may come to our aid today to our children's aid today to our family's aid today to our co-workers, to the leaders of the world. We ask that as we face the challenges that are laid before us, we may know that we have a queen that has fought the battles that she has already fought in the army of Jesus from the very beginning and stands ready to bring our petitions to heaven, stands ready to help us purify our own minds and hearts the way that she did it. We ask that today we may feel that blessing of the gift that God has given us and entrusted on, on us, and that we may say yes as Mary said yes. And we ask these in the name of Jesus. Amen.